Thank you for joining us for a lesson taught by Pastor Quinn Harris, co-pastor of Antioch Fellowship Church in Florence, South Carolina. We are reaching the lost, making disciples, and enjoying life. We pray that this lesson is a blessing to you as you walk in your God-given purpose. Now, here's the message. My topic today is when kingdom people pray, we get results. When kingdom people pray, we get results. Go with me to Luke 18, 1. Luke 18, 1. Kingdom people always should pray. We ought to always pray. Kingdom people should always ought to pray. Amen. Uh, Luke 18, 1 said, Then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray. And not lose heart. Men shall always ought to pray and not lose heart. Now, this the Bible is not talking about just me, it's talking about men and women. As kingdom people, we shall always ought to pray. We shall always pray. We shall set a special time out to pray to our Father. Amen. Kingdom people shall always ought to pray. Go with me to Mark 11, 23. And when I'm saying praying, I'm saying praying to God. You got to say something. I don't know why people always think that when you pray, sometimes you don't have to say anything. But when you pray, you got to open your mouth and say something. Amen. You got to say that. And not anything. We got to speak the word of God. Amen. We got to speak the word of God. Go with me to Mark 11. Mark 11, 23. We have what we say. We have what we say. Amen. So we always got to say it. So we can hear ourselves saying it. And long as we say it and believe it and praise God for it, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Amen. Uh, Mark 11, 20. Well, I'm going to start with 22. It says, so Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. We have to have faith in in God. For surely I say to you, whoever say to this mountain, say to this mountain, and mountain don't mean when you see a mountain. Mountain means the problems that come into your life, the situation that come into your life. Amen. The circumstance that come into your life. That's what mountain means. Amen. It said, be removed and be cast into the sea. You tell that mountain that in your life, be removed and be cast into the sea. And does not doubt in your heart. Now, you can't doubt in your heart when you pray. You can't doubt in your heart. Now, doubt do come in your mind. But you cannot have doubt in your heart. Amen? But believe that those things he say. So you got to say something. You got to say. Uh, saints, when you get this front to my, uh, you ain't got to say something when you pray. If you're not saying nothing, what God hearing? God not hearing nothing you, if you ain't saying nothing. So you got to say something. This scripture tell you to say. And just not saying one time to say. As you read it, it's going to say, and say. Don't doubt in your heart. But believe that those things he say. But believe those things he say will be done. He will have whatever he say. You will have 
whatever you say. Therefore, I say to you, whatever thing you ask when you pray, believe. Whatever thing you ask when you pray, believe. You got to believe it when you pray. You got to believe it when you pray. When you pray to God, you got to believe what you're saying. Amen? You got to believe what you're saying. Therefore, I say to you, whatever thing you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Don't doubt when you say. Just believe when you say. Don't doubt when you say. Just believe when you say and you will have them. That's powerful. That is powerful. You can speak to any circumstance in your life. You can speak to any situation in your life. And you can tell that thing to cast into the sea. Cast into the sea. And when, you, when it casts into the sea, if you can't swim, what happened? It swallowed up. Amen. So the word of God is powerful on any situation, any circumstance in your life. Amen. We got to believe that when we pray, God already done. It's already done. It's already done. All you got to do is believe it and don't doubt. Amen. God operate on faith. God operate on faith. Amen. God had to say something. God said something when he go with me to Genesis 1. I don't have this in my, in my notes, but I, I, but I want you to go to it. Let me show it to you. Genesis chapter 1. Uh, it say, then God said, let there be light. It said, then he said, then God said, let there be a ferment. Then God said, let the water under the heaven be gathered together. Then God said, then God said, verse 14, uh, verse 20, Genesis 1. Then God said, 24. Then God said, hey. Then God said in verse 26. And God said in verse 29. And 31, it said, then God saw everything that he had made. And indeed, it was very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Then God said, God said it. God said, God said. So why you think you can't, you, you don't supposed to say? The Bible tell you, say, speak to this mountain, be thou removed. Everybody is, a lot of people panicking. But what, what's going on now? Don't panic. Go to the word of God. And say to that mountain, COVID virus, be thou removed. Be cast into the sea. But when you say it, don't doubt. Believe that God already working in the midst of it. It's already done. Amen? It's already done. Don't have fear. Believe God's word. Go up into Philippians chapter 4. Amen. Say amen, somebody. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Philippians chapter 4. That's what kind of God we serve. We serve our awesome God. And we can depend on him anytime, every time, all the time. Chapter 4. Go up into Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. It said, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your quest be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpass all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind. Through Christ Jesus. Let the peace of God. He said don't be anxious for nothing. Just believe God is working in the midst of, the, of this. Just believe it. Amen. 
Make your request be made known to God. Every day is a problem. Every day, every problem, every need, every trouble, every crisis, every need, seek God through prayer. We got to seek God through prayer. I just want to let you know that prayer is the answer to everything. Every Christian needs a relationship with God. And the only way you're going to have a relationship with God is through his word and prayer. You will be surprised how many Christians don't pray. We have Christians all around the world. You won't believe how many Christians do not pray. So many Christian families are broken, have overcome by sin, depression, and worldly mindedness. But the Bible already said we are overcomer. He tell us we are overcomer. We just got to walk in. Amen. Go with me to John 16, 33. I'm going to show you where the Bible say we are overcomer, where the word of God say we are already so overcomer. John 16, 33. Amen. Glory to God. These things I have spoken to you, that in me, and you may have peace. In the world, you will have tribulation, but be a good cheer. I have overcome the world. Jesus said, I have overcome the world for you. So Jesus had overcome the world. He already had overcome the world for us. Prayer, definition for prayer is a communication between God and man. Where God power, God promise, and purpose is released into the earth realm by communication of the believer, faith and word of God. Prayer is a communication between God and man where God's prayer, promise, and purpose is released into the earth realm by combination of believers, faith, and the word of God. Amen? We got to know the word of God. Prayer is something we should do every day. We should have a prayer uh, set aside every day, every day, to pray to God, to talk with God. Amen? Every day. I pray to my Father every day. I pray two hours a day. Amen? But not telling you to pray two hours a day. I'm just saying, this come over the years, the reason I, uh, God had told me to start praying two hours a day. But I'm used to it now. But first, when he said it, I was like, okay, God, two hours a day because I already was praying one. But uh, how many know that it's better to obey this sacrifice? Amen? So two hours a day, now for me, it's, it's nothing. You know, I got a special time that I go to God. I pray in the morning. Amen? Then I pray at night. I pray an hour in the morning. Then I pray an hour at night. Amen? And sometimes I might go more. Amen? But everybody should have a time to spend with God, to communicate with God, and talk with God. Prayer is something that we need in our life. Amen? But things are not getting better. The Bible says things is going to get worse. Go with me to 2 Timothy chapter 3. 2 Timothy chapter 3. Amen. Amen. But God is with us all through what happened on the earth. God is with his people. Amen? 2 Timothy Chapter 3 and 13. The word of God says this. 
But evil men and imposters will grow worse and worse. Deceiving and believing deceived. But evil men and imposters will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Amen. So Christians should not be being deceived. Amen. But deceiver is come, it's on this earth. So that's why you got to know the word of God. Amen. We talk all the time. I mean, you know, we watch TV, we go to ball games, we go out to eat, we have family time, and all this is okay. It's 24 hours in a day. So just take out a time to spend with your father, the person that you're calling your father, Abba Daddy. You take a person time out with him and pray to him and talk with him. Prayer should be one of the most important things in our life. Because God have all the answer. He have all the answer. So why not talk to, the, the, talk to your father that have all the answer? We do everything else. It's okay to call someone, but you just got to make sure who you're calling and who you're talking to. But my thing is, God have all the answer. So go to God and get your answer. Amen? Amen. Just like I said, prayer should be one of the most important things in our life. Luke 18, 1, I said, I already said, men ought to always pray. It's a reason why God tells us that we ought to always pray. We should have a prayer life. If God tells us we ought to always pray, that means we have a prayer. He, he wants us to have a prayer life. He wants us to communicate with him. Amen. He wants us to communicate with him. Because he's saying that he have all the answer. He can tell you what you need to do. He can direct your steps. He said, I direct your step. God direct your step. He guide us. He's a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. He can give us all what we need. Amen. Why is it so hard for a Christian to pray? Why is it so difficult? Why is it so hard? Cut the TV off sometimes. Now, when I look at TV, yeah, I do look at TV. I'm not saying that I don't look at television. Yes, I do. But I don't got my prayer time. I don't, don't, I don't already read. I don't say it my confession. Amen? Because I know you have what you say. So, yes, I have confession. Uh, I think my confession might last 30 minutes, and I say them every day. Amen? So I spend time. With God. You should have a special time to spend with God. So it should not be hard for Christian to pray. Amen. But it is. It is so hard for Christian to pray. And if you believe in your heart that God have all the answer, then it won't be so hard for you to pray. Amen. So one of the reasons it is so hard for Christian to pray is we have lukewarm. You're so lukewarm. You have that lukewarm love for God. That, that, that lukewarm. You ain't hot. You ain't cold. You just lukewarm. Amen. And number two, it's not a priority in your life. Number three, you don't think it's important. You don't think it's important. You always pick up the phone and want somebody else to pray for you. Not pray with you. You want somebody else to pray for you. 
but you should be praying to God. You should have a prayer life yourself. Amen? Number four, <laughs> you just go to God when you need something. Come on now. You know that's what we do. Go to God when you need something. Oh, God, my life be a need be paid. Oh, but you believe God then. You want to believe God can help you, can help you then. But you always should pray to God when your light bill don't need to be paid. It's, I mean, you're resting in God. Everything is paid. Everything is going well. You still should be praying to God. Give him all the praise and all the glory. Let him know how much you love him. Don't always go to him asking for stuff, which is okay. But go to him and tell him how much you love him. Just give him the praise and glorify his holy name. Call him Albert Father. You my daddy. Just talk to him. Glory to God. Just tell him how much you love him. Just tell him how much you love him. Oh, glory to God. Yes, he love it. He love it. We just got to know that God love us. And we got to know that we love him enough that we can go to him about anything to the throne of grace. Amen. And say, God, here I am again. Or you could go to him so much and God will say, here go my daughter or here go my son. It's time for him to come. Or it's time for her to come. He knows you're going to come to him. That's how much you go to him in prayer. He already know you coming. Amen. You, he already know you're not going to put nothing in front of that time. Amen. Praise God. We got to know that God is God and God is real. We got so many people think they God. No. Uh-uh. God let you know who, who God is. Amen. And the Bible tells us about abundance of promise that God has for us and will answer us when we pray. God, the Bible tells us abundance of promise that God hears us and will answer us when we pray. Go to Psalms 34. Yeah, I have a personal relationship with God, and no one gonna break that. No one. Now, I'm not saying the devil not going to send somebody across your path. They're trying to break that relationship between you and God, but don't let nobody break that relationship between you and God. Nobody. He'll use the person that you love on the earth. He'll use it. But don't let no one. You got to recognize the devil when it's come. When it come. Amen. The devil don't want you to pray to God. He don't want you to pray. He'll bring everything your way. But you got to know when it's the devil. That's why you got to know the word of God. Amen. You got to know when the devil coming. You got to know the word. Now you got to know the word. So you got to stay in the word. Stay in the word. Don't get so comfortable that you think that, you know, you don't have to read the word. You got to uh, refresh in the spirit every day. The spirit man. Amen. Uh, Psalm 34, 7 said, The angel of the Lord encamped around those who fear him and delivered them. 
And then I just want to say number eight, since I'm saying how good God is. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Glory to God. Woo, Jesus. That's good to me. The angels of the Lord account about us. So you don't have to fear. Not saying that fear not going to come, but you don't have to. You can re rebuke fear when it comes. Amen. The fear is not of God. The fear is the devil. The Bible says resist the devil and he will flee from you. Amen. And Psalm 7, uh, 34, 17 says, the righteous cry out and the Lord hears them. And deliver them out of all their trouble. The Lord is near those who have a broken heart. God is near us. Amen. So God hears the righteousness when they cry out. He hears us. And that's a good thing. That's an awesome thing. Go with me to 1 John 5. 1 John 5. It's a blessing when you know God hears you. It is a blessing. Long I know he heard me and he answered my prayer. 1 John 5, 14 says this. Now this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything, ask now. You got to ask. He already know what you need, what you want, but you got to ask. Anything according to his will, he heard us. And if we know that he hear us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we have asked of him. Glory to God. When we ask, we can ask anything according to his will. And he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we have asked of him. So we know that we have that petition. Amen. So go with me to Proverbs 15, verse 8. The Bible says, The sacrifice of the wicked is abomination to the Lord. But the prayer of the upright is his delight. So our prayer are his delight. Our prayer. God love it. He love it when he hear us praying. The sacrifice of the wicked is abomination to the Lord. But the prayer of the upright is his delight. God gave us promise after promise. He said pray and seek his face. We got to pray and seek his face. And he will answer us. Amen. Psalm 138, go to Psalm 138, a book back, go to Psalm 138. Psalm 138, verse 3. It said, in the day when I cry out, you answer me and made me bold with strength in my soul. David said, in the day when I cry out, you answer me. God hear us. The day we pray to him, he hear us. He answer us. And then he make us bold with strength in our soul. Amen. David said, in the day when I cried out to you, Lord, you heard me, you answered me. You strengthened me with strength in my soul. David said, I came straight to you, Lord, with the problem. I didn't go to anyone else. He said, you strengthened me and you answered me and you answered my prayer. When you give quality time to God, he hear you and he will answer you. He will answer our prayer. Amen. Number two, the Bible also tells us what can happen when you don't pray. Go with me to Hebrews chapter two. That's a blessing when he hear us and he answer us. And we know that God hear us. 
And we know that God answered us. Amen. Because you already seen some of the prayers that God answered, right? Right? But he, if he, if he haven't, just keep on praying. Keep on praying. Believe it. Believe it. Just give God the praise. Give God the glory. And give God the honor. Amen. Glory to God. Hebrews 2 and 3. It says this. How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation, which at the first beginning to be spoken by the Lord and will confirm to us by those who hear him? How can we escape? Amen. Uh, neglect me a little concern or take it lightly. So we don't take prayer lightly. How are we going to escape all the pressure of the fear, sickness, and accelerate if we take prayer lightly? And it's no greater concern to us. So prayer should be a great concern to us. God prayed. Jesus prayed. Amen. Jesus prayed. Let me go to Matthew 14 and show you this. Jesus prayed. If Jesus prayed, we got to pray too. Amen. Matthew 14, verse 22. Immediately Jesus made his disciples to get into the boat and go before him to the other side. While he sent the mother to away. And when he had sent the mother to away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. It's showing you that Jesus prayed. He went up to the mountain by himself to pray. Luke 11 and 1. Luke 11 and 1. It said, Now it came to pass as he was praying, as he was praying, as he was praying, as he was praying. In a, a certain place when he sees that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. And John also taught his disciples. And then God, Jesus showed them how to pray. He said, when you pray, say, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it's in heaven. Give us this day by day our daily bread and forgive us our sin." For we also forgive everyone who is in debt to us and do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from all evil. Now, this is how God told you to pray. Amen. That's good. Because God, Jesus told us to pray like he told his disciples. Right? But we got more stuff we're going to add. Amen. We have more stuff we can add to our prayer. Amen. Have a personal relationship with God. Have a personal relationship. We're supposed to always rejoice in praying and everything. We should give God thanks. Give God the praise. Amen. First Thessalonians 5, 16, 17. Tell us we're supposed to always rejoice in praying and in everything. Give God thanks. Amen. Prayer is our priority. Put it first in your schedule. It must be above anything else because it is the answer to everything. Make it your lifestyle. We want the power of God to move in our life. We want the power of God to move in our life. We should love God enough to have a personal relationship with him. Have a time set of time with him to pray. Amen. The prayer is, oh God, look, just say, oh God, I want to be able to pray with more love and diligence than I ever prayed in my life. Because now it's, hey, this is a praying time right now. This is a praying time. So, Lord, I receive this word today for myself. 
So I ask you to train me and help me to make it more of my priority to pray. Make it, your, make it more your priority to pray. If you praying five minutes, move it to 15. If you're praying 15, move it to 30. If you're praying 30 minutes, move it to 45. If you're praying 45 minutes, move it to an hour. If you're already used to an hour, move it to an hour and a half. If you're already praying an hour and a half, move it to two hours. It ain't nothing like praying. When you know God is your God, and you have a personal relationship with him, and you could go to him and call him Abba Father, you take that time, a special time, and you set it aside, and you pray to your God, and you just tell God, look, like I said, don't go to him all the time asking, but you go to him sometimes. When you pray anyway, you, got, you need to tell him how much you love him, but tell him how much you love him. Just give him the praise after you pray. Sing a song to him after you pray. Well, Pastor Gwen, I can't sing. Well, let me tell you this. I can't either. But I know that God loved my voice. And he loved when I sang to him. And I, he loved when I prayed, give him the praise. And he loved when I praised to him. He loved when I give him the glory and the honor. He loved it when he, that I, that he know that he first in my life. So I thank you to take the time out to hear the word of God today. And I thank you for the rest of your day to be blessed and give your mother a phone call and let her know how much you love her. I know this is a thing, this is distant now, but this shall pass too. Amen. I never like to end a broadcast without giving people the opportunity to know Jesus. In other words, to become a part of the kingdom. Nicodemus asked Jesus, what should a man do to be saved in the kingdom of God? Then he told him you must be born again. That's what Jesus told Nicodemus. So we want to pray a prayer with you. If you pray this prayer and believe in your heart, the Bible says you will be saved. Just say this with me. Say, dear God, I believe that Jesus Christ is your son. He died for my sins and he was buried and you raised him from the dead. Now, Lord Jesus, I receive you now as my Lord and my Savior. I'm born again. I'm saved by grace through faith in Jesus name. Amen. Ma'am or sir, if you said that prayer and you really believe it in your heart, why don't you inbox us, uh, call us, and we'll send you some information to help you with your Christian walk. Our phone number is 843-629-9710. Thank you for listening. We pray that this message has been a blessing to you as you walk in your God-given purpose. Your support, love, and prayers are essential to Antioch Fellowship Church as we continue to reach the lost, make disciples, and enjoy life, please visit us at www.antiochchurchonthemove.org.